Hands to the Face podcast, episode 14. This is Steve, along with uh, no one. See what I did there? A little trickery by myself tonight, sitting down here in the basement, uh, surrounded by hundreds of kids' toys, talking to talking to myself. Well, talking to you, but talking to myself, really, in the computer, staring at a little bar go across the screen. Tell me how loud I'm talking. Oh, little little equalizer action there, huh? Anyway, John can't be here tonight. He's got some stuff going on, so it's going to be just me. And uh, what I'm doing tonight is a couple of my college football picks are in the Friday night slate of games. So I'm going to put it out. I'm recording Thursday. I'll probably put it out Friday morning, and then hopefully you can catch it in time to uh, either follow along or fade me, which lately has been not a bad choice as well, so. Uh, with John's picks, I'm just going to kind of, I don't know really what angle he was, he gave me a list of all the games he likes. Uh, I'm going to just kind of read off what his picks are, um, but I'm not going to go too much in depth on them, because I'm not really sure what, what angles he was looking at there, but, uh, that's all right. And then I'm sure John will be active on Twitter as he has been. All right. He's already got one win in the bank that he had. He had Toledo and Ohio last night, um, and he liked, uh. He liked uh, the Ohio or yeah the Ohio side there, and they covered easily. So one one nothing. Although I guess it doesn't really count, does it, John? Hmm, don't think so. All right. Well, without uh, further ado, I'm just gonna get right to it since there's not a lot of witty banter to go on with myself. I'm boring as it is. When I have somebody here, when I'm talking about myself, it get it gets a lot worse. Uh, so let's just start off with college football. I have, and normally I have a lot of smaller games. I, and I have my fair share of smaller games on here, but, uh, I'm also going to do some of the bigger games this week to kind of, you know, that's the game, the games everybody's going to be watching. Uh, so the first one I'm going to start off with is UGA, Georgia, the dogs, heading to Auburn, and, uh, I'm going to lay the two and a half for Georgia. Uh, until they prove otherwise, I, I don't, I don't, I, they're one of the best teams. They're ranked the first in the college football playoff. I don't know about that. I still think Bama, even though I know Bama's banged up a little bit. We'll get to that in a minute. But, uh, yeah, I, uh, let's see, did I put that on there? Yeah. So, yeah, I got, uh, Georgia minus two and a half. Um, yeah, I mean, it'll be tough. It'll be a good game. But uh, they have a better team, I think. And then, but my strongest play on this game is the under forty-seven. I think the defenses are going to really shine in this one. So uh, I think forty-seven might be a little bit high. So if I if I was going to actually put like, you know, actual real life money on it, then I'd probably just probably take the under. And uh, but if you want to pick on the side as well, I'll give you the two and a half with Georgia. Um, staying in the state of Georgia, actually going to Texas, but Georgia State. From Georgia, their Georgia State. Uh, they're heading to Texas State, 
And I'm going to lay the six with Georgia State here. Georgia State, all they do is win the games they're supposed to win, cover the games they're supposed to cover. And Texas State's one of the worst teams in college football right now, so I don't see why Georgia State couldn't keep that pattern up. So I like Georgia State to, uh, you know, I know it's a road favorite, two road favorites, really. That's not usually what I like to do, but I happen to like these spots. So I'll take Georgia State on the road as six-point favorites. Uh, next one, I love, this is maybe my favorite game of the entire weekend pro college. I have, uh, Wazoo at Utah. And right now Utah's getting a point, basically, it's pick them. Uh, Utah might have the best home field advantage, one of the tops in the nation. Uh, especially in the Pac-12, and at night, it's even better in the altitude. And Wazoo's just not the same team on the road as they are at home. So I think there's some, with some of the travel to get to, to get to Pullman kind of makes a difference there, but uh, Utah's a, a tough physical team, and playing at that altitude that they're used to, they just they can beat up opponents. So I like Utah to get the win against uh, Washington State there. Uh, okay, I got the other the other big one this week. This one's tough. I kind of went back and forth on this one, but I got a Notre Dame at Miami game. I'm gonna go ahead and take the points with Miami. Miami, I mean, yeah, everybody says they're not for real, but all they do is keep winning. So. And uh, I think they're going to have a pretty good crowd. They're starting to kind of get some of that fan base back, even though they never really had the greatest home field advantage as it was. But still, I think uh, Miami's kind of getting that swagger back a little bit. Uh, so I'll take I'll take the field goal at home with the Canes against the uh, the Irish. Uh, next on the list, maybe my second favorite game of the week. Y'all are going to be shocked by this because it's an Oklahoma game and I'm going against them again. I know I say that every week, but I, I that defense, I just don't see them. I don't know how, I mean, without Baker, without Baker Mayfield, I don't know where this team would be, but uh, just they have no defense. They can't stop anyone. And sooner or later, that's going to catch up to them. And they're playing probably the best defense in the Big 12. I know Big 12 defense, but still probably the best defense in the Big 12 in TCU. And, uh, Patterson's going to have his boys ready. And it's six and a half to seven. I've seen the line. Uh, I had a markdown at six and a half. You can get it at seven or seven and a half. That's obviously better. Um, but yeah, I like the Horn Frogs to at least get the cover against Oklahoma. Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they get the outright win in Norman. But uh, I'll, leave, I'll just say, be safe here with the points. Um, next game, I got Bama at Mississippi State, the Bulldogs. I'm going to go ahead and take the 14 points with Mississippi State here. Uh, this is Bama's banged up. Their quarterback's banged up. Their defense is completely banged up. They got guys playing that haven't really played at all. I realize they're all top five, you know, five star recruits. They can play for any team they want, but still, they don't have a lot of experience. And they're traveling in the SEC at night. They're giving up two touchdowns. I don't like it. I could honestly see Mississippi State maybe getting a win here. Um, I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd. If I did money line, it'd be, it'd be very small. But obviously with 14-point spread, I'd say that pretty much any time, right? But uh, Especially when Bama's on the other sideline. But uh, I'll take the two touchdowns with the Bulldog. I think uh, I think they're going to come ready to play here. And that banged-up, you know, Bama team might be uh, might be right for a – it might be a tight game anyway. It might be a exciting one to watch down there. Um, next – I have actually I'm gonna skip that one because some stuff came out I don't like about it. So um, 
I got to go back to the Lobos. I took a week off, you know. I took a week off from the Lobos. They burned me again. And I was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. I'm, I'm leaving you. You're no longer in my life, New Mexico. We had fun. We had a good run. Right? We had some we had some nice times together. But we're done. I'm sorry. And now I'm back on them this week. I'm taking New Mexico, getting 18 and a half against the AM Aggies. Uh you know what? Maybe like a little a little something something. Maybe a little something something on the line there. AM's kind of playing non conference game. There's a lot of big games going on. Not that they're gonna be, you know, too distracted by the other games going on, but AM's gonna be cruising, thinking they're gonna cruise in this one. And maybe that ground game with New Mexico, that balanced offense. Bob Davey, he knows how to coach, he knows how to coach for big games. Uh I mean I don't expect him to win. I would maybe sprinkle just for the you know, for the heck of it. Uh but I would definitely take the eighteen and a half with New Mexico on the road uh, at College Station. Uh, next one. This one's tough, too. Uh, I got Sparty, Michigan State, uh, hitting the road to Ohio State. And the line here is 15. I've seen 14 and a half, 14, 15. I had a 15. It'd probably be right around that area. As long as it's above two touchdowns, we'll call it, we'll call it Sparty here. Uh, the big question is how is Ohio State going <clears> to <throat> bounce back after – Getting not only upset, but just blown out by the Hawkeyes last week. Game that uh, nobody really saw coming. Even though I called it on Saturday morning, I sent a text to John, actually, and another friend of ours, Justin, that I was going to win, take that home money line. But I may or may not have, uh, you know, actually thought that was going to be the case. But whatever. It's There's, there's proof out there, and uh, I posted it on Facebook showing that I predicted it. So there you go. Um, I'll take I'll take the two touchdowns here with Sparty. Uh, I just don't with Ohio State their second loss kind of play. I know they're heading back home. I know obviously they're tough on Columbus, but I can I can see Michigan State give them a game. I can see Michigan State winning this thing if Ohio State came out and they just didn't give a crap about their season. If they just kind of gave up on themselves, um, I can see Michigan State winning. I can see also Ohio State winning by forty, but. I think likely Michigan State at least keeps it within two touchdowns, so I'll take Sparty. In this spot, um, I got, let's see, two more. Two more coming at you. Coming at you! I got Washington. The Purple Pups of Washington uh, heading to Stanford to fight the trees. We got dogs versus trees, right? No, I'm going with that, but actually I'm going to take Stanford. I like the trees. Get a little revenge against the pups. Stanford plus six. I know they can't throw the ball at all, uh, but I, I like their line. They got love going at it. And, uh, you know, Friday night, you know, uh, up at the farm. I'll take the six points with Stanford. And then finally, another Friday night game. I have the Temple Owls at Cincinnati. And I like the, you know, I mean, as much as you can, I like the way Temple plays. It's more like I don't like the way Cincinnati plays. And I don't, you know, I don't like, I don't like taking road teams on off nights, like a Thursday night, Friday night game, something like that. But I just, I, I can't back Cincinnati here. And I think Temple's just the better team. And they're only laying three. I know it's a road favorite on an off night. It's kind of a terrible, terrible idea to take it. But uh, it just, it stuck out to me. And I, I just don't trust Cincinnati here, so. I'm going to go ahead with the Owls. 
Um, all right. Now I'll read through John's picks here. And like I said, I'm not going to go into depth, into like detail on him because I'm not sure what angle he, he chose. I know he was going to send some stuff out on Twitter when he had a chance. So uh, we'll get to that. So I'm just going to kind of list them off here. And we have, let's see, it looks like we have a couple conflicting games, which is actually kind of good. I like the conflicting games. It kind of gives, and I like it especially when we both can kind of state our reason for picking the side we pick. That way you can kind of, you know, gauge what, what your feeling is the better was the better selection there. This, in this case, I'm just kind of reading them off, so it is what it is. But uh, all right, first game we have the Huskers at the Golden Gophers, and he is taking under 47 and a half, and he's taking the two and a half with Nebraska, and I like that. Actually, I like that one. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd take the points there as well with Nebraska. Uh, next, he has NC State at BC, and he's laying the three with uh, NC State. Uh, next, he has uh, the Cowboys, OK State at Iowa State, and he's taking the Cowboys at minus six and a half. Uh, then he's got Michigan at Maryland, the Turtles. And he's got the Wolverines beating up on the Turtles, uh, laying 16.5. Georgia-Auburn, he took Georgia minus 2.5 as well. Iowa-Wisconsin, he's taken Iowa plus 12. Uh, And this kind of comes back to the Ohio State-Michigan State thing I said earlier, kind of see how each team performs after that crazy game in Kinnick last week. Uh, Just hope the Hawkeyes don't come out too flat. In that spot. Let's uh, next. He's got Kentucky at Vandy, and he's taking the three points with Kentucky. And then he has the Arkansas State Red Wolves at South Alabama, which I believe are the Jaguars. Is that right? Is that South Alabama Jaguars? I'm probably completely wrong. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna. I have a Google Google device in my hand here. I know this is great. Podcast. Let's see here. South Alabama Jaguars. Look at that. I got it right. Oh my god. All right. Thank you, NCAA fifteen or whatever it was the last one I played. That's how I know most of these mascots. Um, in writing for the side I used to write for too. Uh, let's see. Yeah, and he's got okay. Back to it. He's got Arkansas State minus ten and a half against the Jags. He's got the Wolves beating up on the Jags there. Uh, okay, he has the Washington State at Utah game that I mentioned earlier. Uh, he's actually taking the over in that one. He's taking over 52. Uh, he's got the Boilermakers at the Purple Cats, Northwestern, and he's taking the Cats. Minus four and a half against the Boilermakers. Probably a good call there. Uh, then he's got the, okay, now let's see, he's got the Tide, Alabama at Mississippi State, and he's actually laying the 14 with Alabama, and it's hard to argue, you know. Uh, you don't usually make a lot of money betting against Alabama on the other sideline there, but... Uh, he's taking taking the tide. Then uh, he has okay another game we're going. He's see he's going against my Lobos, right? You can't go against the Lobos, but he is. He's taking he's taking the Aggies, Texas A and M, over New Mexico, laying eighteen. And then he has UAB at Texas San Antonio, and he's uh, taking the seven and a half with UAB there. Uh, then he has Old Dominion, Old Dominion, <laughs> God. <laughs> Old Dominion at Florida International, and he's laying the nine and a half with Florida. Uh, TCU, Oklahoma, he's actually laying the points with Oklahoma. Uh, Arizona State at UCLA, over 67 and a half. Uh, actually, I just got a text from John. 
it says, ha ha. So, John, if you listen to this, you know exactly when I was recording because you just got a little, little mention. I'm not really sure what that was about. I forgot what I sent him, but obviously it was incredibly funny. That's what I am. Right? Right? Yeah. Uh, okay. In his last two games, he has Oregon State at Arizona. And he's laying 21 and a half with Arizona. Uh, big fan of that kid down there. And then finally, his last college game, he's got the Boise State Bluefield Broncos at the Rams of Colorado State. And he's taken under 58 on that game. Okay. Moving right along here because, uh, you know, you're probably getting tired of hearing just me talk because can't be that exciting. Uh, I'm going to do the same thing with the NFL. I'll give you my picks, kind of give you my reasons for them. And then uh, John, I'm just going to kind of list them off here. So let's see. My first game, I have Indy, uh, Indianapolis Colts versus Pittsburgh, and I'm I'm taking the 10 points with Indy. Uh I know Pittsburgh's at home here, and Pittsburgh plays better at home. But they just have they've been off this year, and Brissett's got something going with T.Y. Hilton and their running threat. I think they could keep it close. I don't see them beating Pittsburgh, but getting double digits in the NFL is always kind of a good idea, uh, especially when you have a kind of a dual threat quarterback like that that can kind of make some things happen when things kind of break down around him. So, yeah, I'm taking the ten points with the Colts. Uh, next, I have New Orleans at Buffalo and. New Orleans defense is really surprised me this year. I, I picked them to have like four wins on the year, beginning of the year. I just I, that defense has been so terrible, but they're playing really well. And Buffalo also has a really good defense. And uh, totals a little bit high here at forty six and a half. So uh, I like the under in this one. I, I think you know New Orleans should have won pretty handily, I think. But uh, I'll take the under. Um, next on my list, I have the. Cleveland Brownies at the Lions. And uh, let's see, we have Cleveland at 12.5. I'm going to take that basically on principle. It's at 12.5 points in the NFL. Cleveland's been able to keep some games close. They're, they're kind of like the Niners were early in the year before the Niners got all beat up. They were able to keep games close. And um, and the Browns, I don't know if they can get the win against Detroit, you know, up in Michigan there. But uh, I'll take the 12.5 points. Uh, next, we have the New York Football Giants. Heading to Frisco to take on the Niners, who are the 0-9ers. And, uh, and I'll take the road favorite here with the Giants, 2.5. I just can't back this Niner team anymore, man. They're just they're so beat up. They're, they're tied in. George Kittle last week was literally hobble, running routes, hobbling around on one foot because they had no one to put in there. They're signing guys off the street to play the offensive line and receiver. They're so beat up. I just don't see them. You know, I know the Giants are terrible, too, but I just don't. See the Niners getting a win here or being able to keep it that close. I think Giants could probably win by double digits. So uh, it might be kind of like a late touchdown to kind of pull away. It might be like a, a lower scoring <clears throat> Giants up by a field goal fourth quarter and then they get a touchdown or something like that. But uh, it be a pretty horrible game to watch. I can't imagine there'll be a lot of, a lot of uh, people tuning into that. And then my last game. <clears throat> Sorry, I should have brought a drink out here, didn't I? I should have. All right, well, anyway, my last game in the NFL is I have the Dallas Cowboys at the Atlanta Falcons, and I'm taking the two-and-a-half points of Dallas. I think Dallas is one of the best teams in football right now, and I just can't back the Falcons team. They just they haven't been able to kind of put it together. Maybe that Super Bowl hangover thing is, you know, 
it's catching up to them. I know it kind of came on late, maybe, because they they started off pretty well. But uh, <clears throat> I just I just don't see them. Dallas is even without Zeke, they're too balanced. They have too good of offensive line. They can protect uh, protect Dak there. So uh, getting two and a half. I mean, I, I'd I'd probably just take the money line at two and a half. But uh, I'll take Dallas against the Falcons. And then John's got for his. Uh, looks like he's got five and twelve. He's got the Seahawks at the Cardinals, and he's taken under forty one and a half. Uh, then he has the New York Football Jets. At the Pirates or the Bucks, uh, he's taking two and a half with the. Or no, I'm sorry, he's laying two and a half with the Jets. Uh, then he's got the San Diego Football Chargers of Los Angeles at the Jaguars, uh, laying three and a half, and then under forty one. He's got two actually two picks on that. Uh, one is Jags minus three and a half, and then his next pick is he's got the, <clears throat> that game going under forty one. And then finally, he has the Saints at the Bills, and he's taking Saints minus three. I like that one as well. Um, and okay, it looks like that's looks like that's all we got. All right. Well, like I said, I'm gonna keep this thing really kind of short and quick tonight uh, by myself because, yeah, I mean, I'm probably pretty boring to listen to ramble on, and staring at a little, like I said, a little red bar going across the screen there, trying to keep it within a certain range. Don't want to scream too loud and blow out your eardrums or waking up the wake up the littles upstairs. So uh, I guess uh, you know. Oh, I got it, Stacy. Stacy, I got to make sure to get Stacy in the podcast. Uh, okay, Stacy's in the podcast, so that's good. And then uh, follow me on Twitter um, at little at sign. You probably heard of it. You've probably seen it somewhere on your keyboard at SCP. C as in cat, P as in pirate, um, S as in, uh, you know, S, and then underscore Steve um, on Twitter. You can follow me there and then follow John, um, let's see if I get this right off of memory, at J McGrath, so J-M-C-G-R-A-T-H, 316. Uh, he's on Twitter quite a bit. He's posting free picks every day. Uh, a lot of times we get together, we'll kind of – Find out who we like that day. We'll post them out there. Uh, since I know, because with football it's easy, we can kind of do a podcast once a week and kind of talk about the upcoming weekend games. But with NBA, um, <clears throat> kind of coming out and with baseball next year, we kind of want to get in the rhythm of you know releasing picks every day and kind of talking about it. And then right now we're over sixty percent in the NBA. So uh, yeah, give us a follow there. We're doing really well in the association. So uh, that's all I got. Uh, we're on Facebook as well, I guess. Uh, just look for the Legal Hands of the Face podcast. You'll find us on the book there. And my voice is cracking. I, sound like, sound, I feel like a 13-year-old kid. Uh, so, all right. Uh, I guess I got nothing else going on. So, keep the stick on the eyes, folks. Later, bitches. I'm so sexy.